I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we watch Blizzard very carefully because at any moment they could turn and freeze us all in our tracks. Uh, I'm Matt, I'm the host, and with me this week are two fantabulous co-hosts. Uh, first up, she writes practically everything and she has weird bread adventures, uh, Anne Stickney. Anne, what are you up to? Um, well, let's see. Uh, today, a, a, a Twitter account. A Twitter account that features bootleg merchandise tweeted um, a photo of a sticker of a Photoshop that I did of Elsa as the Lich King <laughs> back when Frozen came out. Yeah, that's they don't even know they're not stealing actual Frozen stuff. They're just stealing your fan they're stuff. Just, they're, just... they're stealing a Photoshop I threw together in like a half an hour for a joke on the internet and selling it as merchandise in whatever country that was actually created in. I'm assuming China, possibly. I think that's where a lot of the knockoff stuff comes from, generally speaking. I don't know. Anyway, um, so there's that. And I don't know whether I should feel, you know, proud that apparently my Photoshop was just that good or a little bit embarrassed because it's bootleg merchandise. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, so yeah, today has been interesting. We'll just say that. (laughs) Already? Yeah, the week has been good, though. The week has been good. I've been mostly doing more of the same kind of catch up on stuff, and I've been focusing a little bit more on my alts, which... I hadn't devoted a heck of a lot of time to because I've got like five level 110s right now and um, one of them is the one that I focus on primarily and that's my rogue but I also have hunters I have druids I have a shaman I have my priest I have not quite gotten to 110 yet but I'm trying to get her there so yeah it's just because there's not really too much to do in the main game right now for me I've been kind of going back to the alts again and getting them boosted up. And it's actually a lot easier to do now. Like, a lot easier to do. Um, I've been collecting, like, the class mounts from all of the classes that I didn't have them on yet. And it's really easy to get through the Broken Shore stuff now. Uh, Gear is really easy to get with Nether Shards. Like, I don't know. All of the catch-up stuff that they put into play has been working really well. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also with us this week, as he is every week since he started being here every week, uh, Mitch, what have you been up to this week, Mitch? Um, well, right now I'm doing Kill Jaden on LFR, and we're wiping. Uh, otherwise, mm, not That's a whole lot Blizzard-wise. That's to be expected, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Did they, did they, we didn't know for absolute sure. There was no data mining to indicate it, but no one knew for sure. So now I can just ask you directly. Did they change the fight mechanically in any way? Uh, they have from, I think from heroic, they they might have from normal. There's like a couple of mechanics that are gone, but not a whole lot. It's, it's still relatively unchanged. We just, we hit 
the Berserk timer with like 800 million health left just now, and that was with one stack of determination. Whoops. Wow. Yeah. So he's tough. Even on LFR, yeah. he's tough. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how this next poll goes. This is why I wait until the weekend to do the LFR <laughs> on the new wings, because by then people have figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, though, uh, I've been playing Splatoon 2. I I love it. I'm having a ton of fun with it. Um, There was a Splatfest this weekend, which is like the whole ketchup versus mayo thing that you may have seen people talking about on Twitter. Um, And that was really fun. It was it was like, you know, people vote for which one they want to win. And then you have, you know, your specific team and they had different. The ink was like red if you were on ketchup side in the matches and they had special um, a special stage and everything. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Pokemon Go is, right. keeps emailing me and telling me that there are legendary Pokemon in my area. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't let them suck you into it. Don't, don't. Well, trust here's me. the thing is they say, oh, there's a legendary Pokemon nearby. And I'm like, where? I'm in the middle of nowhere. I have to drive downtown yeah. if I want to see any legendary anything. I would not call that nearby Pokemon Go. It also Go. doesn't help that you need, like, I think we, we've tried some of them with, like, six or seven people and weren't able to do it. You need more than that. Um, I mean, some, you know, depending on how good pokemon are some people two man there's, there's, Poke- there's a lot of pokemon raids at the nearby mall because the nearby mall is the west edmonton mall which is the largest mall in north america there you go so there's a lot of pokemon activity there and my wife is constantly coming up with excuses why we're going to the mall and i never realize <laughs> until we're at the mall that the real reason we're there is for this pokemon raid that she's going to do so yeah stay away Stay far away because they, they will they will trap you. I haven't um, I haven't done anything with it because, like I said, they're all oh, there's a legendary Pokemon nearby, and nearby is so relative because it requires me getting in my car and then driving down the mountain downtown to wherever this Pokemon happens to be, and that kind of defeats the purpose. So <laughs> I haven't messed well, with any of it, but yeah, that's the other non Warcraft thing, non Blizzard thing that's been going on. I've been playing a ton of Diablo, but we don't need to hear about that because it would just be me going on and on about greater rifts. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure nobody needs to hear my, you know. Are you I've doing got this the new great season world. stuff? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're we're you doing the Slayer that, thing. man. Yeah, uh, we're, I'm Paragon 204. On my, I, when I said I've been playing a lot of it, I'm not kidding. I my my regular characters. I stopped playing Diablo 3 when my regular character was at Paragon 113. Oh jeez! <laughs> now I'm Paragon 204 I'm, on, I'm my, like, on my season character. Paragon 80 something on mine. Running, the, the worst part is that I'm still only like running like Greater Rift 30, 32. I want to jump it up, but I don't feel like I'm quite Jesus. there yet. So I'm gonna start heading for like higher. But but that's not the the, the main thing <laughs> is that you do these weird builds. Yeah. Like and this build is literally. I I spin around constantly because there's a the the armor set I have busts whirlwind the these talent choices and passives I have make it so that whenever I use whirlwind if I hit mobs I generate fury for each mob I hit and you know how I don't know if you've done a greater rift greater rifts are nothing but swarms and swarms of mobs constantly trying to kill you mm-hmm. so I literally never stop spinning. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I don't keep have spinning, any other Just moves. keep yeah. spinning. <laughs> just like spin around. I explode in clouds of poison from time to time. I have like a gem in my ring that makes lightning shoot out of me from time to time. It's literally just a, it's like a technicolor dream of me spinning and blowing up on people. Uh, it, it, it is the perfect the perfect experience. It, it's just <laughs> amazing. But that's got nothing to do with what I was going to talk about, which is top stories for the week, because, you know, we, we have those. And the first one, I think, is a, is kind of a cool one that's site-related in that we're doing a giveaway. So I'm going to have Ian tell you guys about it because I just found out about it myself because sometimes I miss things. Yeah, so, um, it's actually it's actually just a reminder for people that are listening to the show right now. If you tune in and you listen to the show on Thursday, you're too late. But for people that are listening today or uh, they catch the uncut broadcast tonight. Today is your last day to enter to win. We've got four luminous Star Seeker mounts and Twilight pets to give away. They're bundle codes, so you get both. You get the mount and the pet. Um, those were given to us by Blizzard to distribute. So, yeah, we have a post online. Just leave a comment on the post if you want it. And they are North smell- American-only codes, just just for the record. <laughs> 
The and sorry, staff yeah. can't sorry. win them. I no staff so. cannot win them, Mitch. <laughs> I gotta, okay. I, this is one of the mounts that I I was actually tempted to buy for myself, but I want to get it for my wife just because she's a mount collector. Did we mention and... it last week, or did it come out after we did the show last week? <laughs> I don't. I, I know we did not show. We did not mention it last week. Yeah. So uh, there's a new so. pet and mount in the pet in the Blizzard store. It's a kitty. And it changes colors, and it's really cool looking. And then the pet is like the kitten version of it, and the pet's name is Twilight, and it's also adorable. And it they they have this color shift thing where they go from like what is it? It's like this teal color to purple to like, yellow. Yeah, it's like a an orangey yellow to kind of a purpley indigo, and then there's a tealish blue. Yeah, yeah, it's really pretty. It's very very. It is. Pretty. Um, it's it's. But they have it's a based sale. on a. It's based on an Argus model, too, so it's not quite like other cats. Yeah. So there's that going for it, too. It's got these weird kind of tangly-looking yeah. things on it. But um, the the pet and the mount are being sold as a bundle right now. You can get them both for $30. Or if I remember correctly, if you go on the site and you just want to buy one or the other, the the mount is 25 and the pet is 10 Yeah, I think? I think you're correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, so if you want to buy them separately, like you just want the kit and you don't want the mount, then you can go ahead and spend $10 and just get the pet. Or if you just want the mount, but you don't want the kitten, then you can spend the 25 or you can throw an extra five bucks in there and get them both. Cause why not? <laughs> They're adorable. Yeah. They, they actually, it's one of the times that they've done a mount pet thing where I actually like it quite yeah. a bit. So, yeah. but also this week, um, since it's, this will be happening in two days, uh, on August 10th, uh, Hearthstone is going to be doing its next expansion, Knights of the Frozen Throne, will be releasing. So you can get that this week. So if you've been waiting for it, wait no more. Uh, they, finished two days. Revealing, they finished revealing all of the cards for it, I think. The cards look really cool. The mechanics look really cool. The fact that your heroes turn into Death Knights is really... Like, everything about this looks like it's going to be really wacky wild and all kinds of fun like there are some cards that they release that look like Arfus. yeah Arfus. Arfus is like amazing <laughs> did you see Maticus the tweet about that it, but... <laughs> I, I can't let you chew this Arfus. yeah i can't i can't watch you chew this yeah i love that uh i'm gonna say up front that i don't play hearthstone at all but i want to watch people play the hearthstone battle with the, the lich king so badly yes because he's um, such a jerk. The streams are going to be absolutely amazing from this. So keep an eye out. Because I'm sure as soon as people get their hands on it, they're going to be all over Twitch playing this thing. And definitely worth it to watch. Because between, yeah, the the Arthas thing is going to be fun to watch. But also just, like I said, a lot of these cards that they've released are just evil. And look like they're going to make for some really entertaining gameplay. <laughs> so I can't wait to see that in action. And yeah, that's was, that's the tenth. There was a one video in particular where the, the I can't do the line perfectly. The Lich King says something like, "You play cards like my father held this kingdom with a weak hand." <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it. I just like, he's that bad. But uh, speaking of people who have daddy issues, um, Garage Hell screams out in Heroes of the Storm today. Yep. So he just came out, and then um, there were some other changes that happened as well. Tanamura is out of the rotation. I was gonna say, I heard that they removed Tanamura entirely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's out of every rotation, which essentially means it's out of the game, which is what they did for um, the Haunted Mines yeah. a while back, and it was gone for several months. Well, that uh, was and when the it came one... back. It totally reworked. I was going to say, wasn't that the one that they, they deliberately kind of took it out of the rotation so that they could re rework it? Was that the one that they yeah, were? Yeah, that yeah. was that was Haunted Minds, and they definitely did rework it, and it it's a lot more balanced now and less snowball-y than the original iteration. Um, and it sounds like that's what they're going to do with Hanamura. They said yeah, the that forum they have... Post, yeah, yeah, the forum post definitely made it the point that they were paying attention to people's feedback, and they wanted to read... To, it, they tried some new things. Some of them worked, some of them didn't, so they're going to try and make it work again. You can still use it for custom play, You can, but that's it. Otherwise, it's gone. Yeah. So that's, that's surprising to me. You but... can still do it with the, with the custom builds? Yeah, you can still okay. do it with the custom play, and that's it. That's the only way you can use it, so... Okay. Yes, people just did not like Hanamura. No, it, it was. We played it a little bit when we were doing. What were we doing? The thing for the mount. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think when so. We were doing the thing for the mount, the Heroes of the Storm grind thing where both Rossi and I were totally incompetent because we don't play Heroes <laughs> all that often. When we got to the Hanamura map, I was like really excited because I wanted to play that one, right? And then we started playing it and once we figured out what we were doing, it was kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer charmingly incompetent. It, yeah, well, charmingly incompetent, like like run all the way to the other side of the map into the enemy area and just get decimated because we're dumb kind of charming it, anyway. it was also it was also really like it was one of the longer maps like yeah maybe it maybe took a while for... and there just wasn't much going on you know like, what i mean yeah because of the way the spawning was um in in ai matches like where you can do matches as fast as possible the fastest you could do that match was like eight minutes, like with the perfect game where you take out all of the towers on the enemy side. You have three people running the carts like as soon as they spawn. It was still an eight minute match where some of the other maps can be done in like three or four. I mean, I like the whole concept where it was like, oh, look, there is a cart, a.k.a. You're escorting the payload. Okay, that's kind of fun. Little throwback to Overwatch, whatever. That sounds cool in theory, but when you were actually playing it, it was like, well... This is kind of yeah. lame when it's Especially not as fast paced as Overwatch because Overwatch, yeah, you have to stay on the payload to move it and everything, but the action is like really super fast paced. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Heroes, it just did, doesn't feel like it. They they also didn't cross paths until a couple like cart rotations in. Yeah. Uh, so there were you know several carts where it's just like, all right, we're down here, they're up there. One of us could attack the other, or just not. But why would we want to move off the payload? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Like if you want to, move why the go down there and do anything when we could stay here and move this little cart? And then it's just like you're kind of twiddling your thumbs. I don't know. I just there were other maps that I liked a lot better. I liked the one with the uh, the pirate ships and stuff. I think that was my oh, favorite. Oh yeah, Blackheart's Bay. Yeah, Blackheart's Bay. I think that was my favorite one out of all of them. That one, and then I also liked uh, the Spider Queen one. Yeah, I, yeah. I like this one. Both of those were really fun. Anyway, speaking so, of really fun though. Uh, Garrosh is, yeah. <laughs> Garrosh they exist, but I was actually going to say, we, we've talked about him. We know what he's going to do. Okay. He's a big orc. I wanted to talk about Overwatch because the, the summer, summer games, games is, yeah, summer games is out. And they've gone completely insane on costumes for these people now. <laughs> okay, but like in the best <laughs> possible embrace, way. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I think, quite frankly, just dadding out Rainer as hard as you can. Not Rainer. Not Rainer. Sorry. <laughs> he's Rainer. Come on. He's, he's Rainer of Overwatch. Yeah. But seriously, dadding him out as hard as you can is just about the best decision they've ever made. I mean, the sandals There's... and the cargo pants shorts. No, there are that's so it. many small details. His apparently his gun says a salt rifle. Like it's salt. assault rifle. <laughs> yeah, assault rifle. Salt. It. Oh God, it's it's wonderful. And I, I love he's his little socks with the sandals. I mean, it's he's it's all just like brilliant. raising the stakes. It's just the whole thing, the whole the whole package. And then he puts beer on the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He p- places beer instead of his little like healing beacon. He just drops beer. He just drops a beer. We have a beer. He up that way. <laughs> Uh, McCree it. also has an outfit that is basically just look at my body. Oh my god! Whoever came up with and designed the McCree skin, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, it's appreciated <laughs> in so many ways. And then uh, I really, I, I love uh, the new Reaper skin. It's biker. The one where he the looks like a one? super sentai. No, it's it's the biker one. Yeah, he, but he's he like a biker, does. and then you look he at looks... his cape, and he's got like the reaper thing. It goes with the '76 skin, where he's the motorcycle dude, right? So yeah, now they've yeah. both got like motorcycle biker skins. It's just Reaper happens to have the edgy one, and '76 happens to have the really funny lame one, <laughs> which totally Reaper's doesn't even. I wouldn't say that's edgy. I swear to he looks seriously like a Power Ranger. It says Edge on, on his on costume. It, like it actually says Edge. Yeah, you can say Edge on all it wants, man. On Come on. And um, uh, of course, they've got the Nike skin for Mercy, which is absolutely beautiful. But yeah, I'm just I don't know. I like I all love of the Mercy them. Skin. I, the Mercy skins gorgeous um those are all purchasable with credits this year last year they were not and that was a major complaint and they fixed that for halloween um the old legendary skins are only a thousand credits though from last year yes the new ones which there are seven of are three thousand credits but still 
There's also yeah. Lucio Ball. Um, it's made its return. We've still got the old map in Rio de Janeiro, but there's also a new map, a Sydney map as well. Um, that I guess it has some changes in it. Mitch, you played it already, right? I, I didn't play the Sydney one. I did one of the competitive matches to see because they have competitive Lucio Ball this year. Okay. Um, I got four competitive points for a win, but that was during the placement matches. I don't know if it'll change uh, once I'm actually placed or if it's based on score, performance, whatnot, but it was four competitive points. Hooray. Yeah. So, yeah, that's available right now. The event is live right now. And then, of course, with all of these events, if you have the game, you've got a free loot box. So you should log in and open it. Mine had nothing substantial in it. No, yeah. wait, I take that back. I got the uh, the Junkrat, the pose thing where he's gnawing oh. on the metal. That was the one that I got. <laughs> I got, like, uh, I think two portraits, maybe. I, I, I like the little... Uh, that was actually my favorite out of all of them because they showed it in the preview video where he was like chewing on the metal and I was like ah oh, that actually looks really good and then I got it so I'm happy <laughs> it's not a skin but I'm happy I'll, I'll probably play a ton because I love the Overwatch skins yeah drink drink they are they are absolutely beautiful I think I can't remember which ones I got last year I think I have I've got Tracer I think I got Zarya I don't remember if I got anybody else. I want to say I got Genji, but I'm not sure. No. Uh, oh, my gosh. Torbjorn. <laughs> I have Torbjorn's skin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he's I like got his. blue and yellowish. <laughs> right. Tri-color or whatever. That's Widowmaker. But. So, yeah, that is live to play right now. And you should play that pretty much. They changed Lucio's alt. Um, what? In, in No, in, in the Lucio ball. Just, yeah. just that one. What did they do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because didn't before didn't it bring the ball towards you? I I don't remember. It's been a I, year. <laughs> I don't know if it, it didn't seem like it was still doing that. It also it gives him a decently long, uh, like permanent speed boost, like really fast speed boost. Yeah, and I don't think it did that before. Huh. Okay. They they made it also so he can't boop other players with his uh, knockback thingy. <gasps> but that was like fun. And yeah, but now it's it's it's, it's 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 about the ball now, not about the players. <laughs> that was half the fun with it. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, Lucio Ball. If you've never played Lucio Ball, it plays a lot like Rocket League. If you ever played Rocket League, it's kind of same what? sort of concept <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, because you're knocking the thing around the field and into the goal. It's fun, and it's, it's not a lot. Your, of fun. It's yeah, it's not your typical Overwatch match at all. Um, and it's here for the summer games. How long do the summer games last this year? I want to say until the twenty eighth, so two weeks. Yeah, I think so. I need to double check. Let me double check. Yeah, pretty sure it's that. I believe it's two weeks. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's okay. So at this point, um, the only other thing to mention from the news that we had today, but the other stuff happened. Like we should mention Delafar. Did we mention Delafar? No. Well, I mean, we mentioned oh, yeah. it a little bit we, because we Mitch was playing it. it. But yeah, Last Wing of LFR is open now, and you can go ahead and go and kill kill Jaden. Would I recommend doing it today? No, I would recommend doing what I like to do. Wait until the weekend when people have figured it out. But if, <laughs> if you don't, if you're worried that you want to get the skybox open, you don't have to. It's um, there it's, now. They just if you opened log it for in, everybody. Yeah, if you log in right now and look at Dalaran... Look over by the name of the tower, the Violet Citadel. Citadel. It, it's towards the Alliance side. It's of towards Dalaran. the Alliance side. It's like above the Alliance half of Dalaran. Look up in the sky. It's there. And I'm assuming Citizens it's everywhere else. I, I didn't Raise get... your eyes to the skies and, and observe. observe a Arts. big honking planet right there. It looks really <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, and of course, you know. Sayers. Yeah, there are doomsayers now. If you wander around Dalaran, you will see them on the corners. And if you talk to them, you can go ahead and get their pamphlets. I picked up one already. It said, it was basically a really long diatribe that kind of boiled down to, hey, haha, I told you so. Legion's going to burn us all. And it's like, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for that, for that pamphlet that, yeah, no. <laughs> is there a new achievement for that or is those aren't the same pamphlets as the. They like, are not the same event. pamphlets. These are different pamphlets, okay. and I don't know if there's an achievement for collecting all of them. I have not looked into that. Um, 
you can be sure that I am going to be talking to these people until I get them all, just in case, you know, because yeah, I have to do Yeah, is there that. like the 10 minute debuff or whatever where yes. you, okay, well, you could circumvent that by killing yourself before. Maybe, I don't know, they might have fixed that. Oh, no, you, oh, yeah, you, you could do it before, maybe not now. I did that, I did that. <laughs> Why don't you try and see what happens? I'm sure the I did that right. in Orgabar. It was me and like six other people, and we were all standing in front of the same doomsayer. So what we would do is we would talk to them, get the pamphlet, fly really high up into the air, drop our mount, and just fall mm-hmm. to our death. So it was just this continual pile of skeleton just piling up in front of this doomsayer. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing in Stormwind. <laughs> yeah, because um, it was a lot less annoying than trying to... Um, or having to wait the 10 minutes because I'm like, I'm not going to stand around here and wait 10 minutes. I'm I'll not just gonna kill come, myself. I'm not going to log back on 10 minutes from now just to get another pamphlet. I, but I want this achievement. So I'm just going to stand here and murder myself over and over and over again. So yeah, there are, uh, there are a lot of doomsayers all over the place. I also noticed in Dalaran there's a lot of Exodar citizens standing around and there are concerned citizens standing around obviously because there is a giant honking planet in the sky. So yeah, maybe that's something we should be concerned with and we will be. So the thing that I'm wondering is these doomsayers and stuff, they were not here. They were not present in Dalaran after you killed killed Jaden prior to this, correct? They were not there for people who killed killed Jaden, you know, on normal or heroic in previous weeks. They're just brand new for everyone. Uh, so it kind of seems like Blizzard is trying to, like, this is the point story-wise where everybody is now caught up. Like, th- so you know how they're, they're trying to make... it's moving forward yeah. a little bit, is basically yeah, exactly. what you're saying. Like, this, this is the next, you know, chapter or page of, of the story. It's kind of like the precursor to yeah. 7.3. Yeah, yeah, I feel no, very totally. much like that. Like this is seven point three, basically in giant neon letters saying "We're coming soon, guys." Yeah. Well, that. Oh, yeah. That's you know, I don't think it was in the news, but they announced that season four of PvP is ending soon, which is usually a sign that the patch is coming. Yep. So which and would be plus great. the doomsayers. Yeah. So here's my thought on the matter. Right, is that um, we have Gamescom coming up at the end of the month here, correct? Yes. Yeah. It's the end of August. Do you think we're going to see seven three before? or after Gamescom, because I don't think that they would launch it during Gamescom. That would be kind of counterproductive. I'm still sticking to the 29th. You think the 29th? Sticking to the 29th. Gamescom is August 22nd to August 26th. Okay. Um, If they were going to launch it, they're not launching it before the 22nd of August. I just refuse to believe it'll be in two weeks. I feel like they're going to launch it, like they're going to... I'm wondering if we'll get like an official release date announcement, like at Gamescom, where they say, "Hey, when you go home from the convention, you get to play 7.3 because it's coming on Tuesday or whatever." Yeah, I think that if they're, uh, my expectation is when they when Gamescom is happening, they will be saying uh, next Tuesday in the Americas, next Wednesday Europe. I yeah. think that's what they're going to be saying because I that feels very much like the, it's not going to be in September when they're doing the uh, season four and, you know, they're ending the PVP season. So it's not going to be in September. It's going to be in August, but it's not going to be before the 22nd. It just, I, so yeah, it feels like it has to be the, the, the next week. And if not, Rossi will eat his hat. I don't actually have a hat. Oh. No, I do have uh, a hat, but I'm not eating it. I like that hat. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, well, Rossi will not he'll eat, eat his, his shoe. I don't really think that he should eat he'll anything eat funky. He'll eat He'll come knock you in a pool. Oh, no. Because no, it's not time. That again. No. <laughs> so, like, yeah, 7.3, this does this does actually look a lot like a lead-in for 7.3. It's weird, though. You know why it's weird? And I kind of appreciate it for this. It seems like, or it feels like, a pre-expansion event, only it's right? for a patch. Right? Yeah, exactly. It does um, kind of have that pre-expansion feel to it. Alora in chat also mentioned maybe we'll get the 7.3 cinematic at Gamescom. Ooh. I yeah, could. that would be a I likely, know. likely thing. Taryn is going to Gamescom. Yeah. And he does the cinematic stuff. Yeah. He gets so that would be Lucky a really duck. cool... Yeah, that would be a really cool, like, hey, we're at Gamescom. Here's the cinematic coming next week. And at the end of the cinematic, it has the date. And it just flashes and everybody yeah. loses loses it entirely he's still in chat link yes link once for yes <laughs> you don't have a he's camera he's not on going him. to say anything mitch well there's <laughs> emojis god 
Yes. Type if, link. If you're just, type word, just type the word link. If regardless, you're spoil your entire message. Do it. Do it via emojis. Okay. Okay. So regardless, we've got more raid testing this week, and it does feel like they are kind of wrapping up the whole PTR experience. So I'm expecting we will see 7.3 relatively soon. TM. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what happens after that because they've been pretty on the ball so far with okay, here's the patch, and then, like, right after the patch launches, okay, here's the PTR for the next patch. Well, we haven't heard a peep about anything 7.4 related, so... I do not think it's 7.4. I think it's going to be 7.3.5. 7.3.5, maybe, th- and then... my I think we're getting 7.3.5, and then maybe, like, a 7.3.6 or 7.3.7 or whatever number it ends up being. I don't think we're getting a 7.4. I think that BlizzCon is very likely going to be an expansion announcement. I... Yeah, I'm it does so, feel like that. It, it's the timing is everything. If you've spoiled yourself on this expansion, you have reason to agree with that statement. That's yeah, all I'll say. But there's just there's there's the timing lines up right because it's usually every other year, and this is the other year, so it, it's it it feels like we should hear something. And I mean, I know that they announced Legion at Gamescom and everything, but I don't think that they're going to do that this time around just because we're still so far. We're like, we're still in the middle of this expansion. Like we've still got a lot of content to go through. 7.3 is huge. There's so much in 7.3 right now that it doesn't feel like they should do any kind of like expansion announcement or anything like that. Um, What I'm interested to see though, is just like if we do see an expansion announcement at BlizzCon, I mean, how long are we going to be waiting until we get an expansion? You know, um, I would say that we'll get a beta like January, February ish, probably is my guess. I mean, if if we're all wishful thinking time. here, by the way. Oh folks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, they're on, if they're on like the same time schedule they've been with Legion, I think it it will either be beta like. Uh, alpha beta kind of thing in january february or that would be when we get like the seven three six and then we get alpha beta in spring those are my two guesses okay well we've been talking about this forever and maybe we should get to the other stuff so at this point we should probably do the emails um if you guys know the show you know how this goes but uh, if you have an email for the show please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with uh, blizzard watch or podcast in the subject line so we know it's for this show um as is always the case it's great if you guys can try and keep them a little short because ann has to read them on the, the air for you guys and the shorter they are the more we can get to especially when we have a, a day like today when lots of stuff happens so we have a lot <laughs> to talk about up front so the more we can fit in the better uh it usually as is the case ann reads them so ann if you don't mind reading them now Sure. First email is from Avery who says, Hey, my icy overlords. I've been playing a necromancer in Diablo 3 and that has me wondering why corpse explosion got taken out of WoW. I mean, it's so much fun, guys. Like, so much. That made me start wondering about other stuff that is just way better in Diablo than in WoW. Like, my demon hunter's strafe and vault are better than anything my hunter has. My crusader is everything I wanted my prop paladin to be. Why does Diablo just seem to have a better grasp on the fun factor? Love the show. Miss the kazoo. Avery. I miss the kazoo, I feel like too. Rossi has opinions on barbarians and warriors. Yeah, Rossi. Yeah, I do, but if you guys want to talk first, go ahead. No, no, but... no, no, no. Okay. I, this is I all just, you. I, Jump I right in. the fun factor of corpse explosion. It is so it much is. fun. Yes. See, I, I play a Death Knight a lot in WoW, so I do feel like the corpse explosion thing is a pain in the butt. Like, I don't know why it's gone. They have a, a thing you can get where you can have the look of it. You can have a cosmetic version. Yeah, but it doesn't do anything. It just it's cosmetic. It's, I think it's part just of the problem if you want to explode a corpse. Yeah, I think the difference is that with WoW, it, it's less likely you'll you, you can't count on having corpses there as much as you can in Diablo because things die everywhere in Diablo. So yeah, it's it's a lot easier to make sure you're going to have some corpses. That's all you do in Diablo is mow things down and create corpses. That's you know, pretty much in, the point. <laughs> I think a lot of the reason that Diablo tends to feel that way is because it feels more condensed. Because you have at most six abilities you're going to be using. You've got the four that are on your keyboard, your your keyboard, and you've got two on your mouse, and that's it. That's you are picking from these abilities, and that's you're going to have some passives. The passives you never have to do anything about. You just use them, and so your play is a lot 
it's there's more abilities to pick from than that. Like there's more than way more than six to pick from. Each one has like four or five options, but you're only going to have one out of those four or five, and that's that's all it's going to be. So there's a lot more room for variety. Like you can design your character a bit more, and there's a lot more. Like those six abilities have to carry everything. It's not like in WoW where you have abilities that everybody has. Then you have talents that only you pick between. And, you know, even with what they did with ability pruning, you're looking at 20, 30 abilities. Like, you could have that that many compared to Diablo. I mean, that's one of it's, the problems. You're just not going to – there's not going to be as iconic because you have to make room for all of them. You can't have an ability be that good. Yeah, it's also super um, – like, it's okay to be super overpowered against tons and tons of enemies in Diablo. And I think that does contribute to fun, at least does for me. Um, where in WoW you you can't just have an ability where you charge into everything and just like spin around through a hundred enemies or more. Yeah, because I mean one of the differences is that WoW content is delivered in group format much more than Diablo's is. Diablo, you you play like you can do everything you can do in Diablo by yourself. Yeah, like you don't need anybody. Um, was with, with WoW. There's dungeons, there's raids, there's you know pe- a lot of PvP types activities require a group. Um, that's because it's an MMO. It, it, it's trying Can to get I you to play. Can I just say with though that that those quests that come out where you do bowl over a bunch of stuff all at once, and I'm thinking of like They're so fun. Nomageddon. I'm also thinking about the end of the Veil of Eternal Blossoms where you went bowling for Mogu. That one was really fun. <laughs> like all of the ones where you roll around or you just like you you. You just decimate tons of stuff all at once. They're few and far between, but when they do show up, they are ridiculously fun. I don't think I've found one of those that I did not like. Yeah, and it's just unfortunate that sometimes game balance kind of pulls back on the game fun factor. It's just yeah, you can't just you can't have everybody just wandering through raids, destroying everything. Although you kind of can, you just have to do old raids. You know, I mean, that's one of the things that's actually kind of fun about doing transmog farming in an old raid is I'm just going to run up to the next boss, but you have the current boss on you. Yeah, I know. My team wiped on this guy for like two months. Let's go one shot him. Yeah. Let me go look at him and watch him fall over. (laughs) Like when you do when you do Blackwing Lair now, uh, they've made it so you can solo the first boss pretty easily. But there's a thing you can do where you can basically just run through all the trash like you can kill Veilstraz run through all the trash and then just go stand in one of those nests and get punted <laughs> up to the next. Oh boss. yeah. 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 You don't have to try and get through the suppression room and they run through. There's like a, a like a locked barrier right there that leads to a ramp the, all the mobs that punted you up will run through that ramp. So they'll just come right to you and you can just <laughs> mow them all down like right on top of the boss. And you don't have to do any of that slow walking through this room or if you're a rogue and you don't have to do the slow walking you still have to do the you know i have to stop and unlo- un- disarm yet another trap it doesn't work right it doesn't work it doesn't work right anymore i don't i don't know what they did to it but when i take my rogue in there now if i try to disarm the trap it doesn't actually function correctly doesn't it like disarm it for like half a second and then come yeah back up? yeah it doesn't it doesn't so yeah correctly you can anymore. skip that um, so, so skipping that would be fun for you too. Everybody yeah, would love skipping that. Yeah, it would that. actually. So <laughs> stuff like that still is a lot of fun, but Diablo can make that be current content. That can be, you know, go ahead and you know here you're in Greater Rift 35. Go ahead and mow down everything in your path. That's fine. You're geared enough to do it. Do it. Whereas with WoW, I mean, if you could just walk into a current raid and mow everything down, the other nine to 24 people that were going to come with you would feel like they had nothing to do. I do like that point that you made though, where, you know, Diablo, you have a very, very limited set of abilities. Like you can only use so many because you're using your mouse to do all this stuff. Right. Um, Or you're, you know, it's, it's, you only have so many available on that action bar. You can't do what you do in world of Warcraft where you have, your regular action bar and then you have the upper one and then you have the two on the left and then you have more than that if you have that all unlocked and everything like you have a billion different buttons available in world of warcraft and on some classes you kind of need all of those bars um because you have so many abilities there's so many different things that you could choose to do in your rotation whereas with diablo it's a matter of you get to choose one out of the selection and use that one so it feels like they pack way more punch into that one ability because it has to be really, really good because you only have yeah, a couple. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know? And, and 
Diablo tends to be more sim- – it's a simplistic thing too where wild rotations can get pretty complicated. Like, you know, you use yeah, this Diablo, ability to build it's just a- click your mouse until it breaks. That's, <laughs> that's Diablo. <laughs> You know, hit your power, you, whatever your resource is, you hit this button to gain your resource, you hit this button to spend your resource. We're done. You know, you have these four buttons, like, oh, we're completely surrounded by mobs that are going to try and chew my face off. Here's the button that means that they can't chew my face off as fast. Here's the button that does a lot of area effect stuff just because I want to. And oppose that to WoW where it's literally like, you guys remember when you were doing a leveling stream and, and Alex would pull some new warlock ability out of his butt at the last minute? Yes. Be like, what? <laughs> What is that one? Oh, it's this. It does this and this and this and this. Be like, you can't do that. When did you even get that one? Oh, I don't know. A couple levels ago, you know. So it's, I think WoW just isn't going to be able to balance its granularity the same way. And it shouldn't. I mean, you don't, as cool as as Diablo is, there's certain limitations to the gameplay of it. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm just spinning. Yeah. Yeah. To address Avery's question, though, I don't think that, it's necessarily a matter of Diablo has a better grasp on the fun factor. I think that the fun factor of Diablo is a different animal than the fun factor of WoW. Yeah, and Diablo is definitely smaller scale. They're two different, of- two different games, two different styles of gameplay, and maybe one of them is more fun to you. Some people don't care for Diablo at all, and they would rather play World of Warcraft because they find that more fun. It's not that one is more fun than the other. It's just personal preference i think more than anything yep and that to be said diablo is really crazy fun right now it is but <laughs> the second 7.3 comes out i know what i'm going to be doing with my time argus. you know i will stop i will <laughs> stop playing diablo to to play argus so you know it, it really does depend on what you're looking for that being said yeah barbarians they should have stolen a lot more from barbarians for warriors but the problem with that would always be that you know you there's too much and wow, there just is too much. You you would never be able to fit that kind of concentrated play style in. And it would get kind of boring to literally just spin constantly and have that be everything I do. Like, okay, I'll be spinning. <laughs> okay, Matt, yeah, you go back and spin. <laughs> Thank you for the question, Avery. Uh, next email is from R. That's all it says. It's just R. <laughs> I'm going to say R. 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 Who says, hello, a question for all of you. Hypothetically speaking, what do you think would be fun new affixes specifically for a Mythic Plus raid difficulty? And what raid from any period do you think would be the most fun with those affixes? Thanks and regards, R. Mythic Plus raid? Yeah. Hmm. Do you guys have any answers for this? Well, I'm we don't really do, do Mythic Plus raids. We have Mythic yeah. Plus dungeon. If you're going to make a Mythic Plus raid, There's two. there's two I'd love to see. Okay. Uh, one is always going to be Blackwing Lair because it's my first big la- raid ever, so I'm nostalgic for it. Yes. And then the other is either Karazhan or Black Temple. Okay. And I, I'm torn on this one. Karazhan, Karazhan is where I actually learned how to play my class because back in vanilla, you didn't really need to know how to play your class. You just kind of had to you just do your best. You put a shield on. Yeah. Like sometimes I'd use a shield and sometimes I didn't need that many Players tanks. can inspect me now? What? Yeah. So... Karazhan is when, you know, a lot of guilds died and a lot of guilds had to change and had to figure out, okay, this is how tanking works now. This is how DPSing works now. And I, plus, it's just beautiful. It's always been beautiful. I mean, it's still beautiful. Doing Mythic Karazhan 5 is just awesomely funny because they make you – they put you on the ceiling and change it up, and it's really cool. So that's why I'm kind of iffy on Karazhan as a Mythic, a mythic raid because we already have the five-man, and it's pretty cool. We got Black Temple time walking in so people can kind of see it. And you, and I'd love to see what people would do with it if you suddenly had mobs exploding on people or if you could only heal in five-minute windows or whatever. I mean, there's there's a lot you could do with with uh, Black Temple that way, I think. Uh, plus, I don't want to say Alduar because I, I if I said Alduar, it would be too easy. People would know that. <laughs> I love Alduar. Um, as far as affixes go, like if you're doing affixes in a raid... It would be really tough to do anything like the earthquake or exploding or whatever, like the ones where you can't stand near other people, especially if you have a lot of people in the raid. Um, I think it would be kind of cool if they had something that was like bosses had a shadow of themselves and you had to range tank it um, because I miss range tanking encounters. I miss having that as a mechanic. Yeah. Um, and it, it would be easy enough, like, to just have a shadow copy of the boss that doesn't do all of the exact same abilities, but, like, still deals damage and has to be tanked, but can't be tanked by a non-ranged. 
See, the reason I said Blackwing Lair is because of what I think would be awesome for that, being a fix that would just be Nefarian's call, and it would just oh, be his, yeah. his class call from the end fight, just periodically throughout the, the entire raid. That would be that would actually be pretty cool. Like you know, kind of so, suddenly all the Death Knights get death gripped into whatever the boss is. Priests can't heal all of a sudden. Warriors are for the best part. Be warriors forced into berserker stance. We don't even have berserker stance anymore. <laughs> yeah, priests still can't forced heal. Into- oh no! What's Shadow gonna do? If you don't have berserker stance anymore, what happens when you go to Nefarian now? He dies in seconds, and I never find out. <laughs> Could you try walking up to him and just standing there and seeing what his call does now? I, I could Don't, try that. I just haven't tried it yet. I'm because curious. Is the call I'm, in phase one or still? Or is it only yeah. in phase one or phase three? Oh, or? It's phase one. He doesn't. Okay. You'd have to literally just stand there and do nothing to him because if you hit him once, he's going to die. Yeah. You like, just seriously. stand there and let him let him beat you up a little bit until he does the right class call. I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm kind of curious if warriors don't have berserker stance anymore. Did his class call change? It probably did because in the past they have done that. Yeah. But I have no idea what it is now, so you're right. I should go do that. That's one of those fun Easter eggs that I always look forward to with every expansion is what what tweak did they make to Nefarian back in Blackwing Lair this time? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what they did to monks. I know they did something, but I don't remember what it is. Monks are forced to roll. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) I got to bring a demon hunter in there to see what happens to them. Um, uh, they they go blind. Like yeah. he says something about being blind, and then their screen just goes black. Your screen just goes black. You can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see what they did for is there. I've like you, literally, we go in. He, if I go in even best by myself, I hit him twice. He falls down. And it's kind of entertaining because they really didn't have to put in a class call because no, I mean, no. demon hunters in particular, they start at level one hundred, right? Yeah. Oh, 98, I think. 98, yeah, whatever. They start high enough. They are so they are so far beyond Blackwing Lair that, <laughs> that there's no reason to go back to Blackwing Lair. It's not like with um, Death Knights, where Death Knights started out at a level where it was like, okay, well, we could go do Blackwing Lair right now, and it would be quote-unquote current content because we're at level 58 or whatever. You know, they can't reasonably just go to Blackwing Lair and run Blackwing Lair. This one, it's like... You one-shot Nefarian if you go in there at level 98 or whatever level you start out with the, with the Demon Hunters. So you would literally just have to stand there and let him slap you around until you got the class call. <laughs> Yet they put it in there anyway. And and I love that they put it in there anyway. That makes yeah, me very I'm... happy. It also makes me hope that maybe someday we will see a time-walking version of Blackwing Lair specifically so those class calls become relevant again. You know, yeah, can I mean, you imagine a time walking love... LFG suppression room? Oh no, 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 <laughs> no. But see, I'd love it if the time walking system and Mythic Plus became kind of a thing together. Like if you had time walking as a Mythic Plus for raiding, oh, where you could time walk all these old raids, and suddenly they're actually viable for you, and you 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 know you use a keystone and have the chest at the end with like you know upgraded loot. That would I'd love that because then you could do all these weird raid mechanics. Like I mean, I honestly feel like Firefighter and Ulduar was a really good example of what a Mythic Plus raid might look like, and that it had all these new things going on during the fight. Where now the entire floor is on fire. It was like I loved completely... the I loved the Ulduar hard mode it, like that. I method. liked that model. Yeah, where you had to actually specifically do something to trigger the hard mode. It wasn't. It wasn't you just flipped a switch in your UI or whatever. You actually walked in and physically did something to the encounter. I think, I can't remember who I was talking to. I was talking to somebody about this and I mentioned that. And they said that the the reason that they didn't do that all of the time with all of the raids was that they would have to come up with a gimmick like that for every boss, for like every encounter. Yeah, And it would quickly move from charming gimmick to something completely overdone and boring. You know, That's so fair. it was easier and to I just mean, flip it to a switch. They do add mechanics yeah, they in do. higher difficulty, so it's not like entirely gone. I just thought it was really cool to have to like activate. Oh, hey, things. you have to kill XT's heart. You know that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. That kind of thing where it was. I like... remember. Yeah, I remember when we accidentally pushed XT. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was That's... another thing was that they were like, yeah, sometimes people don't know how to do it or they just accidentally do they it and stumble then into they it. And it's like, whoops. Yeah. Didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Um But I mean, you could totally have an you could totally have an effect on your mythic raid where it was literally like randomly the floor catches on fire or, you know, 
every so often they they go into a hyper mode, or you know, one I, I one I like ha- would be based on Sarth, where it's like you know, with this affix, he you know, no matter what you do, he gets three drakes. You try, oh, go ahead and try and kill him. He's still going to have three drakes. If you try and kill him, he'll actually have six drakes. Like, <laughs> so <nothing>. many drakes. <laughs> I uh, I would like to see one. And this is just me like randomly thinking and remembering back to the days of where you had to level your weapons, right? Where you had to oh, actually God, like yeah. increase your weapon skill. And there were those mobs that were out there by the dark portal where they wouldn't die if you took them away from their crystal. They would yeah, just so get down to just one turn XP. Them into yeah. yeah, and you could, so you could, it was like your own personal target dummy. Only this one was angry and was actually trying to kill you. But um, if you were a high enough level, it didn't matter. They just kind of like dink, dink, dink. I think it would be kind of interesting to have like a group of those mobs at the beginning of a raid or even a dungeon where you knock them down to one HP and they proceed to follow you through the rest of the dungeon. Oh God, and you, and you are have to deal with designing them. a nightmare. Why? <laughs> you have to deal with them why, the entirety why would you of the suggest dungeon? that. <laughs> yeah, you know what's going to happen now. That's why you're upset. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of fun. It's like you know, you gonna they don't actually die until you kill the final boss in, Your in idea the dungeon of or fun the raid. Is terrifying. <laughs> When I say fun, I mean, oh man, people would be screaming about that in streams on Twitch, and it would be so entertaining to watch. So, you know. <laughs> fun for me, not for you. Fun for me to watch. Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you for the question there. Our our next question comes from 6000 on Scenario. It says, greetings, you guys rock, and I, I'm glad I get to support one of my favorite websites. I think I even spend more time with your content these days than with actual WoW. That's thank nice. You. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, 6000 says, here's my challenge. We all have a least favorite expansion for whatever the reason. Is there one simple change you could make to yours that could possibly have made it your favorite expansion? Thanks to you all again, 6000. Okay. So is there one change that you could have made to your least favorite expansion that would have made it your favorite expansion? Mitch, no. I'm going to ask you first. What's your least there's, favorite expansion? There's not a... Uh, Warlords. Okay. What change do you think could have been made to Warlords to make it your favorite? I don't think anything. I don't think it could be made my favorite. I think it could be made not my least favorite. Um, I, I mean, the the content drought was you know definitely an issue. But I think adding Farallon or Ogre Continent, adding something like one more patch would have fixed a lot of the issues I had with it. One more patch that actually explored more of Draenor or added something. It felt like there was a lot of setup, and then we just you know came did stuff stayed and then left okay rossi same question well the thing is my least favorite expansion is still an expansion i liked quite a lot like i haven't had an expansion i hated okay i mean one. warlords warlords comes close but he's already said warlord so i'm not gonna okay um wrath of the lich king what? really because what? here's and here's the exact reason why and that's why this decision would make it my favorite okay get rid of the convoluted overly done hard modes after Uldor. I'm specifically looking at how they did it in uh, Trial of the Crusader and ICC, where you had 10-man, okay. 10-man heroic, 25-man, and 25-man heroic. Make it all flex, flex from the beginning of that expansion, and just you just have, you know, no LFR, because LFR didn't exist, but, you know, we, we were arguing for years of something like flex, so just to have, like, a normal heroic and flex the sizes boom because yeah. gear, w- gear wouldn't be as crazy it wouldn't it wouldn't inflate as fast and you people wouldn't be wouldn't forced burn to... the heck out yeah i i went nuts my my guild basically needed a tank real bad right around the time trial of the crusader came out we lost the tank there were some personnel shifts we had to and, and i had to basically step in and start tanking i didn't have the proper gear for it i was suddenly running that place four times a week I was running it on twenty on on ten man and ten man heroic, and then immediately running it on twenty five man and twenty five heroic four yeah, times. No. It's like no. that was just no. I by the end of it, and, and I, the best part was I had to race change to a night elf. You were basically we to... doing a month's worth of raids in a week. Yeah, every week for because usually months. you run a raid. You know, you do one raid a week, and that's it. This time you were doing four a week, and it was the same raid. It was just four different difficulties because they weren't exclusive to each other. You could no, you run could, all four. Yeah. So you did run all four. 
Yeah, because, you know, hey, if you didn't get the gear you wanted in Heroic, at least you get something. You know, at least it fills a slot. You can always try and get the better version later. So, yeah, and then that's they did that in Trial, and they did that in ICC. And by the end of the year of ICC, I was about ready to quit the game. Like, I, I was like, no, I don't want to do it. We, we didn't do Ruby Sanctum the last week it was up because I flat out refused to go there. I was we like, did, no, we we've did done Ruby Sanctum. Play. I think like twice in my raid guild. This was before you joined up with us. Um, yeah. We did Ruby Sanctum twice. And then we realized the loot and Ruby Sanctum was basically kind of the same thing as what we would get in Heroic ICC. So we returned our efforts towards <laughs> clearing out Heroic ICC because we were like, yeah, this place, it's not worth it. It's not worth all of the trash clearing just for one boss that has the same kind of loot that we could get by going and doing this raid that we've been working on forever. So let's just go work on the raid. And that was the thing was we were at the point where we were just farming ICC. It was, this was, there was like two weeks before the cataclysm came out and they were like, let's go do Ruby Sanctum. I was like, no, we did it on heroic. We got the achievement. I don't care that there's gear in there. The gear is useless in two weeks. Anyway, I'm done. I'm not doing it. And that's like, they were like, Oh, Oh wow. He's <laughs> this is going to be where he quits the guild. Like you could hear everybody like the, the guild master and I were having this square off and you could hear it. Everyone in the guild like, Oh God, we're going to lose our main tank. Like he's going to quit right now. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm not doing it. You can go tank it. I'm not doing it. And then he was like, all right, all right, calm down. So that's, you, you get rid of that. And I, I see, you know, wrath jumps up to being close to the top. Like it is for everybody else, but I never forgotten how that felt. One of the reasons I like cataclysm so much is because while everybody else hated cataclysm, cataclysm was a golden age for tanking. I was having a great time. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to jump around and jump on. You know, everyone else was like, this fight's horrible. I'm like, spider death wing is my favorite fight. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh god i think for me and i know mitch you already said warlords but i'm going to say it again um because it it was the one the, if, if if i had said warlords we'd all been saying warlords and yeah the, 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 the problem with warlords for me was that it was just so disappointing coming right after mr pandaria which was my favorite you know I, I was expecting so much out of Warlords and I got none of it, but I'm going to reiterate what I said. I think it was last week or the week before. Had they released Warlords of Draenor after Legion, I think it would have been a much better expansion. I think if they had just flipped the order around, if we had been left with the end of Miss of Pandaria where Garrosh escapes to who knows where and then been presented with this puzzle of, oh my gosh, Gul'dan just activated the broken shores where did he come from what happened here what was this how did he come back did the legion reincarnate him what happened here and then you get all the way to the end of the legion thing you know you have this climactic battle and everything and you come back to azeroth and you're like okay we saved the world and then the dark portal opens again and you're like oh yeah i forgot about garrosh i think it would have had a bitter, bigger impact that way um i think that the iron horde may have been more of a worry kind of an adversary instead of just, oh, well, it's a continuation of the same stuff that we saw in Missa Pandaria, only this time instead of, like, the horde fighting with itself, it's a different horde. It's an iron horde, okay? It's still more orcs, right? Um, I think they kind of ran the orc thing into the ground, and I think if we had had that break in the middle there where it's like all of a sudden, whoa, Burning Legion, where did they come from? And then at the end of it, you realize... Oh, it's because of what Garrosh was doing, and we need to go put a stop to that before it happens, only it already happened in Time Paradox, and it would have been really cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I so pretty much, I'd try anything for Warlords, my friendly. <laughs> I just, I felt like Warlords had such potential. It really, really, really did. And then it just, it didn't pay off on any of it. And I'm really. I liked it. I liked it fine playing it on my Draenei. When I was playing on a Draenei and I did the, the, the zones on a Draenei, that part was fun. I, I loved everything about it up until I hit level 100. And then it was like, there's a vast expanse of nothing to do. Well, um, yeah, pretty much. I guess I'll stand around in my garrison and make a lot of gold. I'll wander, you know. around, and, I'll wander around and hope I trigger a random quest that the, that's the guys in a cave somewhere who will then tell me that I can actually do stuff. Yeah, that'll be good. I mean, yeah. I just, I, I, I feel like had warlords come after Legion and had time to have that kind of effort put into it, it would have been a fantastic expansion. And maybe even one of my favorites, because, I mean, we're dealing with all of these characters from the games that I really like, the older ones. So that's just my opinion on that. But um, we should probably wrap this up and wrap up the show, I think. 
Thanks, you okay. guys, for your emails. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. And your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience. If you guys have an email for the show, uh, please remember to send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com and to put podcast or Blizzard Watch on the subject line so we know it's for this show. Thank you guys very much for listening. This has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast. We'll be here next week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.